0: Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Randy Orton's return date has been revealed. We'll get to it in a mo. Plus, some scrapped plans from Monday Night Raw for Carry and Cross. And are we getting another new faction in AEW? It's looking likely. For Wednesday, July the 28th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: I hear voices in my
2: head, they cancel me. They understand, they judge me. Cheap night vision
1: goggles.
2: Dressing like a janitor beating up the elderly wrestlers
1: Na 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 Randall Randall Keith Randall Keith Randall Randall Keith Randall Randall Keith Randall Keith Randall Randall Keith Randall Randall Keith Randall Keith. Randall, Randall Keith. He's been conspicuous by his absence as of late, has Randy Orton. It was only a few months ago that he and Riddle formed RK Bro, an odd couple tag team that seemed to gel quite well together in the ring. We've seen Riddle busting out the RKO in Orton's absence, and last night on Monday Night Raw, I say last night, I mean Monday night on Monday Night Raw, uh, we had... An incident where Riddle got beaten down by AJ Styles at Omos. They even teased in that beatdown a possible return for Randy Orton. So we know it's not far. Uh, We can confirm this morning that Randy Orton is being advertised locally for Monday Night Raw on August the 2nd. So Monday Night Raw this week coming is apparently where we're going to see Randy Orton make an in-ring return. The exact match that they are plugging locally is Randy Orton teaming up with Riddle and Drew McIntyre to face AJ Styles, Omos, and Bobby Lashley in a six-man tag. Now, this could be a dark match main event we saw on Raw this past week, or rather, we didn't see on Raw this past week, John Cena teaming with Riddle. To send the fans home happy so this six man could be something for the local fans it may not be a a a role played out on television uh, but we feel the vibe that randy orton is due back very soon to monday night Raw. we don't know the full details of his absence from wwe just that we know that for the last month or so he has been on the inactive list according to multiple sources It feels as though he's about to become active once again, possibly Monday, August the 2nd, so not far away.
0: Karrion Cross, first and foremost, welcome to Monday Night Raw. Now, after suffering a very tough loss last week in your debut match against Jeff Hardy, tonight you came back and had a huge victory over Keith Lee. Did last week's loss motivate you for tonight? Tough loss. It's an interesting choice of words. I would say... Jeff Hardy cheated, but then again, he might be the smartest man in WWE. Because if I were him, that's exactly what I would have done. It lit a fire in me. I need to understand and not lose sight that people will do anything they possibly can to get out of that ring in one piece. But Jeff Hardy and I, (laughs) we're not done yet, not by a long shot. And as for Mr. Lee, he understood very well tonight that no matter where the time is told, in the end, everybody pays the toll.
1: Staying with Monday Night Raw, we saw Karrion Cross once again on Monday night. This time, Keith Lee falling and or praying to the NXT champion. Tough break for Keith Lee. Two losses on the bounce. We talked about that yesterday. But uh, t- when it comes to Karrion Cross, his fate was meant to be a little bit worse than that for Raw on Monday. Fightful have reported that the plans called on Monday for Karrion Cross to take on Jeff Hardy once again. Now, if you remember the previous week, Karrion Cross lost to Jeff Hardy when Jeff Hardy used the ropes on a roll-up. According to the creative for the July 26th episode of Raw... Karrion Cross was meant to square up to Jeff Hardy a second time and lose for a second time. Fightful say, We weren't told of a specific creative direction following this, but that several members of creative and even more of the roster were baffled by the idea to beat Cross once, let alone a second straight Weird booking decision for Karrion Cross to be on a, a losing streak to Jeff Hardy on Monday Night Raw, whilst being incredibly dominant on NXT, beating up William Regal and sizing Samoa Joe up. Very much a tale of two crosses on WWE TV right now. Whilst plenty of countries and cities are getting back to something that vaguely resembles normal, there is still concern in the air regarding COVID-19. With cases of the Delta variant seemingly rising across the world every single day, uh, AEW are showing some concern for some future events. This comes from Bodyslam.net who say, while speaking to sources within the company, I was told that AEW is extremely concerned about the recent surge in COVID cases possibly disrupting their events for Chicago, New York City, St. Louis, and beyond. Over the last week, discussions have ramped up internally as COVID cases have begun to explode across the country. This has caused AEW to begin conversations about what to do if there is a shutdown, up to and including a potential prolonged return to Daly's place in Jacksonville once again. Uh, they go on to say that it's very much an all-hands-on-deck-type situation, but the decision will ultimately fall to Tony Khan about doing the right thing for the entire AEW team the staff the talent and the fans and this is something that I think a lot of wrestling companies are still figuring out whilst we are pushing ahead to return to get back in front of fans I think that Delta variant is something that is, people are keeping an eye on and and there is always that fear of another lockdown I do believe uh, and it's certainly worth considering from all parts and AEW whilst they've been very vocal about this through sources close to bodyslam.net you have to believe that WWE in a similar boat but i think the one thing that we've learned over the last 18 months watching these companies is that these wrestling shows have adapted to become moving beasts essentially like they're able to pivot when needed on the odd occasion where covid will throw a spanner into the works they're able to somehow somehow pull out a wrestling show from it be that as it may there is still concern in the air particularly in the camp of e of aew this morning for the delta variant of covid19 A WWE Hall of Famer will be making their return ahead of SummerSlam. Snoop Dogg is coming back in a very unique fashion. This comes from WWE. Today, WWE Champions 2021, the number one most downloaded WWE mobile game by Scopely, kicks off the multi-week countdown to SummerSlam with an in-game event hosted by WWE Hall of Famer Snoop Dogg. The in-game event will feature all-new 90s Snoop Dogg joining WWE Champion's roster of more than 300 stars and legends in the game. Snoop Dogg's return to WWE champions further cements his status as a WWE super fan, having also made multiple appearances on WWE events, including WrestleMania and Raw. Snoop Dogg quoted as saying, "'Which Snoop will you put in the ring? Whether you pick the young OG or the current one, it's me, it's going to be a good time for the fans of WWE.'" And the dog father. That's a quote from Snoop Dogg by the way. So you can play a Snoop Dogg in WWE Champions. If you've got champions, that's a that's a thing that's happening. Andrew Zarian has given us an update on the Queen of the Ring. We've talked about this a little bit lately. WWE looking to uh, freshen up the King of the Ring by getting the, the female competitors across the brands to compete in it. Uh, Matt Men podcast Andrew Zarian says, quote, hearing that the Queen of the Ring tournament is currently scheduled to start on the 8th of October on SmackDown and then continue on the 11th of October on Monday Night Raw, suggesting it will be a multi-brand affair, which I think the, the queen of the ring absolutely should be. Is an NXT star preparing for a life after WWE? That's kind of what is being suggested here. So Drake Maverick has restarted his YouTube channel under the real name, James M curtain he hasn't been active on youtube for about seven years and he started uploading some old matches and moments and stuff uh, we could be reading too much into this but it certainly seems like drake maverick is 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 beefing up his own personal youtube account with his clips maybe something in the works for drake maverick we'll find out soon i'm sure And could AEW be getting a brand new faction? Vicky Guerrero certainly hopes so. She was on the Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast and she says my dream is to have an all women's faction. That's my goal that I've been talking to Tony Khan about. There have been some incredible women on the the women's roster and I'd love to bring more in. The purpose of my job is to get all the bad girls on my side so they listen to me and I can delegate them to kick everyone's ass. Uh, She was asked about who she'd like to have in that stable and Vicky Vicky said, Diamante, I would love to have her on. Abaddon, because she scares the hell out of me. Thunder Rosa, I think she'd be an incredible addition to my stable. That's who I have my eyes on right now. It's quite a beefy stable, that. Not so much a boy stable, OSW, more a girl stable, I guess. Uh, led by Vicky Guerrero.
2: From Brooklyn, New York, weighing 175 pounds,
1: Danny Limelight. An all-new episode of Desert Island Graps drops tonight. I'm in the company of a guy who has been hustling for the last 18 months. During the pandemic, he's turned up in multiple major wrestling promotions from New Japan of America to All Elite Wrestling to Major League Wrestling. And now he is part of the legacy of of one of the greatest factions in wrestling history. I am, of course, talking about Danny Limelights. And Danny came on to talk about that incredible 2020 that he had and also to pick some of his favorite wrestling matches, namely matches that he would choose to watch while stranded on a desert island. His first choice is one that's come up quite a few times when we've talked about uh, matches that we'd watch on a desert island. And it was the Halloween Havoc Collision between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Here's Danny talking all about
2: it. Not only is it Eddie Guerrero, um, it's Rey Mysterio, you love both of them. I feel like this match was, I don't want to say Rey's coming out party, but I think this match kind of really showed everybody just how good Rey Mysterio is. It showed everyone how much of a heel Eddie Guerrero can be. Um I think that the match was just so perfectly put together, the psychology, the the, the moves, everything, just the timing, the story they were telling. I loved it, man. I, I even the finish was insane. So it, it just stood out in what WCW was doing at
1: that time. It just it stood really out of what all of us was doing.
2: You know, yeah. WWE wasn't doing anything like that in 97, you know, oh, that's oh, no chance. They were, I think at 97, that point,
1: they were kind of half-heartedly starting their own sort of cruiserweight thing in the light yes. heavyweight division. But as, as we say, very half-hearted, very half-witted, but it was, it was Guerrero and Mysterio just changing the game. How, where would you have been then when you watched this for the first time? Can you remember where you were?
2: Yeah, I was. I didn't watch it for the first time until 2014 when I started training to be a wrestler. Because when I was a kid, all I knew was WWF, WWE. So when I started training to be a wrestler, I had to go back and start learning things. And um, one of the matches that someone recommended to me was Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, and I was like, sure, I watched that. You know, I love Eddie and you know, Rey's the man. So at the time, Rey was kind of like on uh, Lucha Underground, you know. So he, he was killing it there. And Eddie had obviously he was he had passed away in 2005. And so, uh, you know, he was one of my favorites when I was watching as a kid. So I was like, sure, let's let's fucking do it. I'll watch this one. And I was just blown away by it. And now to this to this day now, whenever I, you know, go to watch wrestling, that's the first match that I turn on. to Get me to get me going, you know.
1: We we mentioned a few bits in there, like the finish is is one of those just moments that grabs you. But is there another spot in that match that, that even just to think about sort of gets the gets the hairs on your on your arm standing up?
2: Yeah, the, the fucking Ray did this dive to the outside, and it was just insane. You know, just insane how they had teased it earlier and set it up, and then when it happened, it was just everything about this match. You know, even Eddie's intensity just just had me sitting there and just, I was so invested in the match, so invested. That's what's great about I'm doing these conversations. Nobody, I'm happy that nobody had spoiled it for me before watching, like no one told me who was going to win. So as I was sitting there, I kind of was cheering for, for Ray to win just because like Eddie was doing some amazing hill work in that match. And uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome, it was a good surprise for me.
1: More from Danny Limelight on Desert Island Graps later today on the Cultaholic podcast feed. In case you missed it, we have brand new tiers for our Patreon. How would you like to have your very own episode of Desert Island Graps? How do you feel about being the guest? You and I sit down over a Zoom call, shoot the breeze, talk about your life and times, and you pick the three wrestling matches you'd love to watch while stranded on a desert island. Does that sound like something you'd want to do? Or how about maybe you appear with Ross and talk about the things in wrestling that you would love to send straight to hell? How about maybe you and I and Matthew Greg or Justin Henry, we sit down together and we do a classic review on the Cultaholic podcast feed. Does that sound like something you'd fancy doing? Does that sound like a plan? Check out our brand new Patreon tiers that give you the opportunity to do just that at patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. Whatever you do, don't pick the 10k one. Please don't. Please don't. It, don't. Just just don't. Just don't. Thanks. Later today at twitch.tv slash Cultaholic, Ross is on with a bit of Fifalicious from 1 o'clock, and Jack and Owen are back together up the faves for cultaholic fc on football manager that's six o'clock british summertime check out our youtube channel throughout the day for the latest wrestling news uh, across the wrestling universes and also while you're there check out some lists and ranked lists that we are dropping throughout the day including one that we dropped just 12 hours ago 10 wwe divas that you don't remember and believe me you don't remember them We're going to refresh your memory on them at youtube.com forward slash Cultaholic. For the latest news on the return of Randy Orton, plus more details on what we can expect on AEW's fight for the Fallen and a full recap of last night's episode of NXT, check out cultaholic.com. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye.